0: The audio you're about to hear was recorded in Anchor. Learn more at anchor.fm.
1: Hi, guys. Um, this is our first, my first podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so bear with me while I figure this out. Um, the date today is Sunday, January 28th. It is 8 p.m., and I'm here with my friend, um, longtime high school friend, Ken Vergara. Yeah. And we're going to talk about... Um, We're actually gonna go through a few of our favorite quotes and why they're important to us um, and what we understand from them so I'm gonna let Ken do his first one
0: so here it is so my first one would be the only time you look into your neighbor's bowl is to make sure that they have enough you don't look into your neighbor's bowl to see if you have as much as them and that quote was by Louis CK So to me, that one's more like staying in lane and keeping yourself, but also caring for your neighbors. You know what I mean? You shouldn't be compared, like, you know, keeping up with the, what's the saying? What's the saying goes? How's the Uh saying goes? Keeping up with the uh, Johnsons. Oh, right. What's the saying?
1: Is it like where it's competition? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Jonas? Johnson's (laughs) Johnson's <laughs> Johnson. oh my god whatever you know what I mean like keeping up with the Johnson's or something that's the saying that you, you shouldn't go look over your neighbors It's like oh well they got this car so I should be I should have this car too right. or oh, I should one up it you know what I mean like oh they, they they have a new Honda well I'm gonna get myself a new Beamer like no that shouldn't be the case you know what I mean like you should be happy that oh good, good for them that they have, they, they could get a new car. And first of all, you don't even know what's going on in their lives. You know what I mean? Like, just because they have a new car, don't mean they, they bought that cash. You know what I mean? They, they could have been in crazy debt. You know what I mean? And for you to put more negative things towards that, those people is, you know, extra. And they're just making you more negative. You know what I mean? Like, you should be more positive and whatever. And if you see, you look over to your neighbor, they should be more like, hey, are they okay over there? Yeah. You know what I mean? You shouldn't be like, oh, I hate them. You know what I mean? Like, that's why...
1: Oh, I need to be better.
0: Yeah, or I need to be better. You know, I need to be a better neighbor or whatever, because now there's no sense of community and that's the the problem that we have now, Mm -hmm. is that we're we more connected than ever, but we don't have a sense of community at all. We, you know, we know people from, you know, different countries, yet we don't know our neighbors. That's the biggest problem. You know what I mean? So, I think... I think to me that's one good thing for me cuz I personally know a few of my neighbors but not enough that I could be like, "Oh, this is a good community."
1: Mm-hmm. You know? So you think you're you're tying that back to how we should care about our neighbors and what they have and what they don't have, but only to an extent where um, we're happy for them, not to an extent where it's becoming the source of our uh, like like of, of how we want to attain things in life, right? Yeah. Like, "Hey, my neighbors got you know uh, I don't know, like new flowers in the garden, hey, I should go change my garden too right. you know something like not a source of competition but right. a source of um, I don't know like it's more like, a community yeah like, you know you, like being happy for them right
0: you, you, you're, you're proud that they're doing well, right but you shouldn't be comparing yourselves like, oh, I need to have that right you know what I mean you shouldn't be looking over your neighbor saying like what do they have and hey, what do they have? Right. No, no, no. You should you should be looking over like if they have enough, right? right? You know, hey, if they're doing okay. Yeah. If you know they're okay, then you should you should know stay in your lane. They stay in theirs. That's, That's where it. the
1: sense of community comes in. Right. right. So it's like yeah, making sure that everybody's okay. Everything's okay. And it's not all about competition. Yeah.
0: You know, people people change everything. You know, like for example, there would be a, a neighborhood with Christmas lights. Right. Yeah, I mean, just because the neighbor. It bought a new set of Christmas lights. Then they were like, "Oh, wait, next year, I'm gonna buy bigger, bigger, brighter lights." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, it just gets crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's no, you decorate your house the way you want to decorate your house, not because, that, of... not because the other person beside you has this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Then you'd be like, "Oh, thank you."
1: <laughs> so the second quote um, that we're gonna look at is um, one that really resonates with me. Um, I actually use this as uh, my headline for the blog that I write. Um, It's so the quote goes like, "Believe in the reuniting of you with your most true self," and this stood out to me. Actually, I I saw it and written in chalk at uh, the University of Toronto on one of those boards that they have outside of the residences, and I, I stopped and I took a picture of it, and then I. I kept going on about my day and then I came back to the picture later on and I was like, wow, this really stands out because it, it talks about how, well, it talks about self-love in a way, right? Because mm-hmm. you're in life, like we focus so much on like, okay, I need to do this for, you know, for school, I need to do this for my parents, I need to do this for, but then we somehow forget about what we want to do and we kind of lose who we are in, in just making and just meeting like all the check marks that society's put out there for us right? right so in a way it stood out to me because it's saying okay you're gonna go through all these things in your life but you got to believe that someday um, with all of this you're gonna get reunited with who you truly are and in a way it's like a journey of self-love right right so eventually you know with all with all of the things that you put on yourself from you know your parents from society and everything you come back to who you are um, and you reunite in a way with yourself
0: your true self your
1: true self yeah yeah so
0: yeah that interesting how you say that because back in high school this is actually remember uh, Mr. Clinton Smith
1: yeah yeah uh, I love him <laughs> He's yeah my favorite.
0: so I actually took a class in the year I came back my victory lap wow what a waste actually it wouldn't be a waste of time because then I I took this lesson with me right so I took uh, I think it was intro to uh, psychology and sociology yeah and anthropology yeah yeah. and that led me to have a minor in psychology yeah but it was about you know the ideal self the true self and um there was oh man I'm a failure as a freaking psych minor but <laughs> okay. there, yeah but there's this theory was like you know the ideal self the, e- the, the egoistic self or? and then there's a three, there's a third one I forgot but he, they said that for you to align your ideal self and your true self is that you have to look inside of you and be introspective right you should you should sit back and like take some time to introspect Look at the decisions that you made and why you've made them. You right. know what I mean? Because i I do that a few times. You know, a few times a month. Even like you know, if, if I feel like there's some big decisions that I've made mm-hmm. in the past couple of days or a couple of weeks, then I look back and say, why did you make sure those decisions? You know what I mean? Is that was that really you, or was that because it was influenced by something else? Like you were saying, by like your parents. Uh, but it's society or whatever is that really was that really your decision right. or was that really you or no right you know what I mean or was that you trying to achieve that that was the, what you want to be right. you know what I mean so it might not be you, but for now, but you are inching towards some some something or someone that might be your true that, self. that could be your future self. Right you know what I mean, so it, you know true self is a i feel like it's not a stagnant thing, I think it's a very it, it's fluid, a, you yeah. know what i mean changes you, it changes, yeah, I mean, people change, I feel like you know, right. so your true self and your ideal self will will change, and it it can't be. Oh, actual self. That's what it is. Oh,
1: your actual self. Yeah. Who you really are. That's yes. the third one. So I think the ideal self, the true self, the true and self the and the actual, actual self. self. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. See, I so. never, I don't remember that. I took Clinton's class too. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. And I did, I did psychology my first year too, but um, I can't remember a lot of that. But you know what? What actually this, this quote really, really ties well. Really comes back to is just self awareness, right? Right. Because if you keep reminding yourself that. You need to. You do need to be introspective. You do need to look at within yourself and mm-hmm. see. Okay, everything that has been so far in my life, is it from me or is it from external things? Right. right. So yeah. yeah, that's why that's why it resonates with me. Because.
0: Um All right. Continuing on from our previous podcast. So this is our third quote, and it's my quote. I. It was inspired buy something else but I made it like that I guess appreciate what you have but strive strive for something greater and there's a similar quote by Jalen Rose appreciate your position while plotting your promotion so to me I think there's a lot of you know negativity becomes to like when you see someone doing good you just oh man I hate them for that blah 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 all that stuff I feel like you just focus on the negativity of what you don't have, you know what I mean, but you should also focus on what you have, you know what I mean, let's say someone has a bigger house than you, your friend, you guys grew up together, your friend bought a big house, and you still you know, a small house or whatever, but you have to realize that, oh, thank God I have I have a house, you know what I mean, some people don't have house, I, I have heat, you know what I mean, people don't have heat. You know what I mean all those things that are we look past because we're trying to achieve bigger things but you know for us to achieve bigger things you gotta start from somewhere and you have to appreciate those things the people around you you know all that stuff and you're like oh I need to meet more famous people no I, meet, I appreciate the people that you're with for now you know what I mean And well, I'm not saying be complacent because it's another thing another part of that quote is strive for something greater you can't just be like, oh, you know, uh, you want something, but you're not doing something about it. You just sit there and do nothing about it. It's know? kind
1: of like do what, you, do what you can with what you have, right? right? But always aim for or always, always have that goal of what you want to achieve, not based off of anyone else and not based off of what somebody else might have. Right. But based off of what you want for yourself, right, um, and how you think that you're that this goal is going to make you better, it's going to make your life better, and in turn is just going to make the world better, right? Right. Um, so yeah, yeah. I think from what I understand from that quote, is that don't just be happy with where you are, right? Because if you're comfortable with where you are and you're happy about it, you'll never want to grow, right? Like, right. You'll never, mm-hmm. you'll never force yourself out of your comfort zone. You'll just be like. You know, just happy, just just Complacent. living day in day out. Right. Yeah. Um, whereas I think, yeah, you should appreciate what you have for sure, mm-hmm. right? To to be happy with what you have and right. to appreciate what you have is important. Right. But to also want something more, that's gonna help you in a way that um, just being okay with everything won't. Right. Right. So that's what I understand from that quote, anyway. Mhm. I agree. Um, okay, so I'll do my quote. Um, so my next one is kind of—it's actually kind of based on something similar, um, and it's—it's um, it's a quote that Socrates said, um, and it's—the quote is, "I know one thing, and that is that I know nothing at all." And I mean, you could break this down; you could probably overanalyze this quote. But from my understanding, from what I understood of this quote, is that. Um, in order to know something, you really have to kind of be like, kind of come, come to a zero ground of not knowing anything about it. Right. Um, so that, that way you don't have any biases when you're learning about it or when you're, when you're understanding it, but also because you want to know about it. So you're kind of seeking that knowledge. You're looking to go out, um, like to, to learn more and to understand more on the basis that you don't know anything about that topic. Right. Mm -hmm. Um. So by understanding that you don't know anything about a particular topic, it will leave you to maybe learn more about it instead of, um, I don't know, taking what you think you know and kind of altering what you might learn from it, right? Um, So by by understanding that you might not know everything, and, and in fact, by understanding that you Don't know anything, you might learn more than by thinking that you know everything, um, and then not actually knowing anything. Um, it's a very philosophical quote. (laughs) So I feel like, I feel like you could break it down, um, and you could have different interpretations of it. But my understanding is that if you have the basis that you don't know anything about something, you, you're, you might be better off or you might be better set to learn more about that thing than you would if you thought that you knew something about it.
0: Right. That's fine. Yeah, so like, for example, I think it's good human nature for us to understand that we don't know anything. Because if we keep settling and be like, oh, we know it all, that's it. You know what I mean? So, for example, be like history, for example. You know, oh, well, the the, the earth is flat. Don't don't go too far because you might fall off because we don't know anything you hmm. know what I mean like we we know at this point that oh the world is flat that's it that's it that's it we, we know this it's and that, confirmed it's confirmed and, yep. we don't gotta know anything else so mm-hmm. don't go past that area okay because you might fall off and you know some sailor this is by the way before the new world they, we knew that the world was round before then but you know some sailor keep going you know all of a sudden they found lands and riches that they've never even like thought of you know they could never imagine you know all these things or like oh well the moon it's impossible for the moon to go we can't go to the moon you know all this stuff and then somebody out there like no no we gotta find it figure it out and then we went to the moon you know some right. people might say hey, well first of all nowadays it's crazy people think it's flat and we've never been to the moon but yep. hey you know
1: <laughs> people uh, will think what they want i dude. know right.
0: but that's crazy like some actually literally people think There was a, I think, five percent of people, like adults, Mm -hmm. that actually think that um, chocolate milk comes from brown cows. (laughs) That that that's crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, who are these five percent? You know what I'm saying? Oh my goodness. Anyway, so those are the people that think they know, and didn't ask. You know what I mean? Like, especially now that we have Google. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everybody knows everything. As as easy as saying does does chocolate milk come from brown cows enter and then that alone knowing that like i might not know that it is for certain that it is from a brown cow that that enough question yep. is it would lead you to like oh no it's not it's actually chocolate you know we right. add chocolate to the damn freaking milk <laughs> right you know what i mean it, yeah you might, you might think oh it's stupid but that five percent apparently out there no, don't know that that's crazy you know so it's just as simple as just that little doubt of of not knowing because right. if you think that you know right you become that five percent
1: right <laughs> that's good yeah <laughs> yeah so,
0: that's it all right this one's the fifth one and it's from my favorite movie of all time which is gladiator um,
1: <laughs> also my favorite movie right yeah. so
0: death smiles at at us all and all a man can do is smile back. And that was in Gladiator by Marcus Aurelius.
1: Decimus. Marcus Decimus Aurelius. Um, <laughs> what was his last name? <laughs> no, no Marcus He had four names.
0: No Marcus Aurelius is the emperor.
1: Oh um Maximus.
0: Maximus Maximus
1: Decimus. He
0: said it in the movie. Uh-huh. But he was quoting Marcus Aurelius. Because he in the in the scene oh. he said a wise man once told me right. that death smiles at us all, and all a man can do is smile back. Right. He was quoting Marcus Aurelius. Okay. Fine. But in the movie, you you're quoting Marcus uh, Maximus.
1: Maximus, right?
0: Anywho, uh, <laughs> so uh, to me, that quote I think is just to live life. Yeah, I mean you can't be fearful in a lot of things because first of all life is short you know it, it, it pretty much shows you your mortality you know what I mean like we will have an end so for you to be scared to do anything you will just not do it you know what I mean you'll miss out on an experience that you could have had you could have enjoyed you know what I mean and also like it's I think it's more to take over fear you know live in the moment and just pursue things that you want, you don't you're not really scared of you know you might be scared of but who cares like you just, just do it
1: you know what you know what it reminds well the importance that it has for me is mm. that is accepting right so mm-hmm. like I think something that I've actually had a lot of internal like conversations mm-hmm. with, with myself about yeah. is death right, right. and and I feel like I'm not the only one, obviously. I, mm. I've had conversations with my friends about it as well. Mm. And, you know, when you're younger, you're kind of, you're so aloof. Like, you yeah. don't, you don't, you don't really understand it.
0: You're invincible. Yeah. You live forever. Yeah. You, yeah. You,
1: yeah. It's not something that you even ponder on because right. you have, you know, all this other stuff. But as you grow older and, you know, like, okay, your grandparents first passed and you're like, oh, what, 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 like, you know, mm. didn't expect that. Um, mm. Even though it's something that we know, yeah, life and death is right. a thing, right? Right. But, yeah, I feel like th- the part where he says all we can do is smile back right. is like just all we can do is accept it, right? right. So, so if you were to take it quite literally, like if he's, if he's referring to death in this sense, mm-hmm. which he could be referring to other things as well in like a more general way, right. but, but speaking about death is that all you can do is accept it. But that's kind of like like being okay with
0: it. Right. That it's gonna it's come. It's gonna but, come. Yeah. But so when it, you you say smile, you know that's what I'm saying. So like, you, life is gonna have like you know you're gonna die. Right. But you might as well enjoy. Right. Life while you're living. Right. You know what I mean? So in that movie, he it was a setup, Pretty yeah. much, right? You know, are you scared? Because you know, he's um, the emperor is talking to him, blah blah blah, about. He he was pretty much an execution. Right. Right. And later in the scene he stabs him mm-hmm. uh, with a dagger and says, smile for me now, brother. Right. And then that was it. And then told him, uh, told his uh, little soldiers to cover up the wounds so that now he could, he could fight up top the final scene. Right. So, but to me, I, I thought that the quote really resonated with me, mm-hmm. but I didn't know how much until I almost died, which is crazy. Because you know it was a stupid thing for me. It was we were I was, I was in Mexico, I was in Cancun. I just had a little bit too much to drink, and I went out in uh, the ocean and didn't know that there was a rip current. And you know, I, I almost drowned. But I remember while being in the water, almost drowning to death, was pretty much me laughing and smiling like, "Oh my God, this is the end." I can't well first of all I can't believe that I'm gonna drown. <laughs> that was the way I was gonna be I was gonna go out. I was like, Oh my god, I'm gonna go out plastered out of tequila in Mexico <laughs> and drown that. Oh I can't believe this is happening. Right. And I was still smiling and that me smiling was the reason what <laughs> Yeah. So I have A D D Sorry, I got sidetracked. Um so yeah. Anyways, so that's why my friend took a while to go save me, cause he seen me over there laughing, okay, was like like smiling while I was drowning, okay. So like he took a minute, like yo, maybe maybe can messing around with me or whatever, but then I guess the smile st- started to slowly go away, and then that's when he tried to, s- he actually go went out there, saved my ass and left. I like you know we. And I'm alive, obviously, because I'm talking <laughs> to you guys now, but, like, that was the closest to death I've ever been. And then the, at, there's going to be multiple times where I actually laughed at it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was snowboarding, I was om- almost impaled by a tree, and, like, thank God for, like, you know, quick thinking, and for s- some reason I dodged the, the freaking tree. And, uh, again, you're I laughed. Laughing. I yeah. laughed at the end, you know? I'm like, oh my god. I mean, I'm sure if I was, you know, I was impaled, I don't know if I would be laughing while I'm impaled. No. Nope. But I'll probably be like, oh shit. I'll probably laugh maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but.
1: But see, when, when you were drowning, you laugh because you're like, oh, like, th- this like is this it. is it.
0: This is it.
1: So you're like accepting it. Yeah. And you're laughing because yeah. you're like, you also felt probably helpless right yeah like yeah.
0: I can't get myself out that, that's it I was I was in the rip current I was trying to swim towards the you know I was trying to be calm you know I was like okay I know what to do you know you don't swim against it you go you know okay. uh, parallel yeah. and you can swim back but the thing was you know I was I uh, was I was drunk, re- I was drunk. <laughs> yeah. so my coordination was not there, and um,
1: probably panicked
0: a little. I, I, not so much the panic. Nah, I remember. No. Maybe near the end when I was like really well, close. This is it. Yeah. Yeah, it was really <laughs> close. But other than that, I was not really panicked I was just like, you know what? I got this. I know what to do. I, you know, I'm a fairly strong swimmer. But no, no, you're not really that strong with swimming when you can't really coordinate your limbs yeah. when you're drunk. So. Yeah, I mean, that another lesson, I guess, a little side note is, like, don't swim drunk. <laughs> don't, don't do it, kids. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> wow. So that's it right there.
1: Wow. Number six of our favorite life guiding quotes. Um, this is part three, four, if... If you're curious to know what we've talked about before, there's part three, two, and one <laughs> on the station. Uh, <laughs> we're we're new to this, so um, but it's fun. We're having fun with it. Right. Um, on that note, uh, the quote that um, actually I was introduced to this last year, um, but it's it's a uh, it's a famous quote by Rumi. Um, it's not a quote, sorry. It's a it's a poem, um, and it's called the Guest House. Um, And you can look this up, but but I'm gonna read the quote or the poem. I should probably redo this, but (laughs) (laughs) Let's just go with it. You know what? Because the part of this quote is actually just just roll with it. So This being human is a guest house Every morning a new arrival a joy a depression a meanness some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor welcome and entertain them all even if they are a crowd of sorrows who violently sweep your house empty of its furniture still treat each guest honorably he may be clearing you out for some new delight the dark thought the shame the malice meet them at the door laughing and invite them in be grateful for whatever comes because each has been sent as a guide from beyond um I actually got introduced to this at a Coldplay concert last year. Um, <laughs> it was one of the things that they ended with. Um, in fact, I think their song Colors or um, in A Head Full of Dreams mm. has a part of this in it. And I think the part that it has in the song is the ending that says be grateful for whatever it comes because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. Um, and you know what, it really stood out to me besides the fact that I was Probably very emotional at the Coldplay concert because I'm obsessed with Coldplay. play, um, yeah, um and you know that they did a wonderful job uh, performing in Toronto but um, um, it stood out to me because uh you know it's I mean it's so very true and very relatable um, we get you know our cards are dealt to us, and we can't. we don't really have. I mean, if you believe that, right, if you believe that you're dealt a certain um, card, you know, day in, day out, things are coming your way, you kind of have to just roll with it. You have to take whatever comes your way and make the most of it um, and be grateful for it. Right. Because what what's coming your way, um, it it might be a treasure to somebody else, even if it's not to you. Um, and that's what um, for the most part, I mean, I could break this quote down or this poem down to the itty bitties. But for the most part, I think the general tone that it's setting is about being grateful and, and, and seeing the good in everything. Even if it is a very negative thing in your life, right? Mm-hmm. If somebody has come into your life and is, is quote, sweeping your house empty of its furniture, right. right? It's taking all your belongings and everything that you've worked towards. Um, maybe it's taking all the energy that you've saved or you, that you've, you know um over the years have come to because you've worked so hard to get it to get there and somebody's just come by and swept you of it mm-hmm. um be grateful for that because maybe maybe that's a lesson that you needed to learn or maybe um that in itself is a challenge that will get you somewhere better in in the future so to look at everything no matter positive or negative in a way that it's a learning experience that it's something that um is could be a good thing uh to you
0: yeah i feel like there's like a common you know theme in most of our quotes so far or in poem wise i think it's just you know uh we're gonna be dealt with negativity for sure in our lives and i think it is normal for that to happen like you know I've never seen a person that has like you know rosy cheeks everything you know what I mean it's not always gonna be rainbows you know and uh, the whole cliche of it has to storm before a rainbow yeah you know I mean yeah so like I guess you know that's always gonna be a thing it might be it might be harder for some to see, you know, to see the end, of the, like uh, the light at the end the of, of the tunnel. The light at the end of the tunnel, yeah. I was just all just thinking these that. cliches, yeah. It, it's it's true, but the thing is, you know, it just it just it's it's harder on different things, you know. Brief, um, for example, you know, like you said, uh, sw- you know, sweeping whatever. So let's say, you, for example, you 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 have a wife, you know, you have a wife and a kid. And all of a sudden, this crazy psychopath comes in your house and kills your wife and kid, right? That will be really, really hard to see the end or the rainbow of this story. Like, that is a very, very dark thing, you know what I mean? So, And we can't impose those views neither of, oh, well, you know, it's been five years, come on. Come on, Ken, get over it. Or, come on, Q, get over it, you know what I mean? Like, you can't. You know when it when it comes to grief and stuff like that you can't do that life is different with everybody right you know what i mean so but but like you said you know we we have to say uh what to say it says be grateful for whatever comes so that would be you know that's one thing to say that because you know for most things yeah we can say that like hey you know what this happens and maybe years, years from now, even after, you know, let's say, you know, after your wife and you, you've settled and accepted the fact that your wife is dead and your kid is dead, then maybe you could go, you know what, and then you met someone else and settled a new family. You you don't have to forget, you know, you don't have to forget your your, your kid and your wife, you know what I mean, that is always going to be part of you, you know, I feel like um, it's part, it's like a wound let's say you know what I mean after time the scar will still be there and it will remind you but the scar will slowly fade through time like with time right you know what I mean but it's always going to be there all you have to do is look you know what I mean mm-hmm. outside of that it's not going to be as prominent mm-hmm. it's oh it's always going to be part of you yeah you know what I mean so and you could come there and like you know what um it made me the person that I am And the person that I am now got me to meet this wonderful new person that I, you know, I love and blah, blah, blah. And now I have a family with. But, you know, I think that's what you're trying to say. Well, That's what I think.
1: Yeah. I think it also ties into, like, everything, the the cliche of everything happens for a reason, right? Right. Like, for me, for example, just recently in my life, um, so I got let go of um, from a job and I was so... I was so very like devastated. I took it so personally. Right. I came home, I cried all day and my family is like, "What are you doing? Why are you crying? It's just right. a job." Right. And, you know, my dad was like, "You can't you can't you can't get upset about this one thing because it's not the entirety of your life. Like right. focus on what could happen from it." And sure enough, a week or two later, I landed another job. Right. Um and I was so happy that it happened. But it might not have happened if I hadn't lost that other one, right? right? So, like in retrospect, why did I cry? Right. right? Because the crying didn't do anything. It just caused me to be, you know, depressed or, or sad for the, that moment, right. but it didn't actually get me anywhere. Yeah. But then if I was grateful, I would have realized that, okay, that was just my step to this next job, right. and that was just, you know, it was going to happen in order for me to get this next job, which I like, which I'm right. happy with, which is better for me. Right. So yeah, in the moment, I think it's, it's easy to kind of forget about and to, to be, to be so consumed with all the emotions that we get in, and you know, whatever we, whatever we're dealt right. and forget that, okay, this is, this could be a good thing if, if only I saw it that way. Right. So I think that's what that's my understanding of
0: the right. quote anyway. Yeah, just lather on the, uh what's this called, cliche is pretty, yeah, just lather on this nice thick cliche, you know, we've been talking about cliches already, but you know, it's like what you were saying about your job, you know, you look, this one didn't work out, but then something else that was greater, you know, the whole like, when a door, one door uh, closes, another one opens, mm-hmm. so there you go, that's. One more cliche to add to (laughs) to that one and have a good one. Yeah. So, this is the seventh quote. And, uh, it's a really big one. It's an interview of Bruce Lee. But at the end of it, he says, Be water, my friend. So, you know, he talks about, you know, when you pour water into a cup, it takes the shape of a cup. If you put it in a uh, pitcher, it takes a pitcher. So, pretty much what to me is that be be adaptable as a person you know what I mean that's the basic understanding of that quote for me but then to, I can take it to another level is that being water is a lot of things you know water can have the power to destroy things and to be destructive and water can be nurturing and you know could grow things, you know what I mean be greener and all that stuff. So we have those choice. I as a person, as water, I can I can have those effects. So I could I could destroy people's uh, self esteem with the words I, I I could say, you know what I mean, or I could nurture those things. I could nurture relationships, you know what I mean, and also with water, water needs to be flowing to be to be good. You know what I mean? To be useful, because if it's stagnant, it becomes you know, uh, it's like a cesspool. It may become swamps, and like bacteria, all that stuff grows in there. You know what I mean? It stinks, all that. So, by that, I mean, as a person, if you're a person, you need to keep going. You need to be flowing. You need to be going somewhere. You know what I mean? If you're complacent, you're you're rotting. You know what I mean? To me, that's what it is. You're selling down, you're nothing, you know what I mean? Well, I wouldn't say you're nothing, but you're wasting away your potential. So, you know, again, with being water, when it comes to, uh, if you look at yourself as water, there's going to be obstacles in life that's always going to be in front of you. And that's going to be, if you are water, there's going to be things that either you, if there's obstacle in a river, you the water would go around that rock right the the water would find a way to go with the least resistance either that or it will just what's this called slowly chip away at whatever the obstacle is until that obstacle does not exist so a good example it would literally move mountains you know what I mean see the Grand Canyon for example that was made by erosion you know what I mean? They just made that crazy freaking cavern. You know what I mean? Just That's just made by water. You know what I'm saying? So it literally moved mountains. And that's how it is. So to me, as a person, that's how I could do it. You know what I mean? The obstacles is going to happen. You got to chip either chip away at it or find a way to go around that obstacle. And that's how it is for me, for water.
1: Wow, you couldn't have said it any better. Honestly, I think that's one of the um, quotes that really stood out to me as well. And just that part, be like water, yeah. right? Because um, you do you. It, it's so important for you to be adaptable. Now, mm-hmm. anything can be thrown at you. Your right. your reaction to that thing is what's going to determine where you're going to be and how you're going to be, right? right. Um, so, I mean, people and people who live in state of chaos, for example, right? Right. They have to be adaptable because they don't know what tomorrow's going to look like. It's going to look completely different from today. Right. Mm -hmm. So I feel like there's something to be said about adaptability and that it should be sought after. Right. Right. Um, because life is full of surprises and yeah.
0: Another cliche.
1: You know, Yay. life is full of surprises, yeah, full of surprises <laughs> yep.
0: life will throw you curveballs yep,
1: curveballs, there <laughs> we go wow, we're just full of these cliches yeah, today. today yeah,
0: cliches today Yeah.
1: ok, so I'll do the the 8th quote um, and this one's actually the cliche of all cliches, I think oh boy um, <laughs> um, so the quote uh, is if at first you don't succeed try, try again, um, I think it's a proverb actually, but I don't know by, by who, because mm-hmm. um, it's been said over and over again by right. numerous amounts of people, um, but I don't know who the actual like the original author right. was, maybe if I did a little research, anyway, that's besides the point, the, right. the, so the quote um, is about being persistent, right, right? Um, it's about not quitting, right. for sure, Um, and it's about, um, I guess being tenacious in, in what you want. Um, and it's not just about being successful. It's about the fact that you're, if you're failing at something, that you're not letting it go. Um, but, I mean, your aim eventually is to, to achieve success. Right. But I think that that's, that part is besides the point. I think that the journey to it is, is what is where you're going to get everything like that's the that's the fruit of the loom i think the success once you attain it it's right. just you know
0: like the like it's just yeah the cherry on top the other one i think the other one would be the is uh, the tip of the berg. <laughs> the, the tip of the berg. no it would be um what's the saying though um uh, the failure no failure is me mean, that means that you're trying something new. So if you're failing, that means you're trying something new.
1: Because if
0: you're not failing, then that you already know, right? You know right, you already doing. know what you're doing. Yeah, you already know what you're but doing. But if you fail,
1: you're trying something Same new. new. Yeah, something so you're outside. changing. Yeah. something. Or you're doing something out of your comfort zone, something right. you're not familiar with. Right. And in turn, you're growing. Right. Right. Yeah. Huh. I like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Alright, so this last quote is, uh, I guess it's a very important one. The last one from you. Last one. Well, last one for me, yeah. Last one. Best for last. There's another, another uh, cliche. We're, we're just wow. full of cliches today. Saving the best for last. Yeah, saving yeah. the best for last. So, this one's important enough for me that I got it tattooed on my body. So, uh, the first time I, I heard this, uh, was in first year, I was a freshman in psychology class, it was, it's called Tabula Rasa, it was actually, um, what's this called, A Theory by John Locke, but that, you know, that whole nurture and nurture nature debate, he's more about the nurture side of things, and, um, but the idea of Tabula Rasa has been like, goes all the way back to like Aristotle so anyways tabula rasa means blank slate in English it's in Latin so um, in a way John Locke was pretty much saying that you know when you're born you're a blank slate and anything that's on it is learned you know what I mean through nurture but to me, I pretty much take it in a more literal sense that, first of all, you, you as a human being is, yes, you're a blank slate um, in a way that your experiences, you know, you might have intrinsic things that you're born with, quote-unquote nature-wise, but your experiences is going to be based on what you will do in life, you know what I mean? But Outside of that, it would be more like every day is a blank canvas, you know. Uh, you know, yesterday sucked, and you can't really dwell on it too long, because life moves on regardless of if you do, right? So what I view it is that every day is a chance for a blank slate. Every day, you know what I mean. So, and then you have a chance to continually make masterpieces as much as you can you know little little masterpieces day by day and maybe achieve it and maybe at the end of your life you know what I mean it's gonna create a mosaic and only the people that appreciate you as a person would appreciate that mosaic and it's a masterpiece to them Cause you know day by day you know you are chipping away at something and people that meet you in a week or whatever they might not even appreciate what you're doing You know what I mean? Or people that go in and out of your life would not appreciate what you're doing. But, you know, the people that are with you all this time would appreciate what you're doing. You're tripping away at some art piece or, you know, the ideal masterpiece in your life or what you think is what the ideal is for your life. You know what I mean? And like I said, it's going to suck on certain days and stuff like that. But to me, to soothe myself to continuing is that tomorrow is a new day. I mean, tomorrow's a new day, start fresh, do the best you can, go from there, and then so on and so forth, until you get enough pieces that you could be like, oh, look at this, it's great, it's fantastic. That's it.
1: I like that. Yeah. It's kind of like you're creating your own puzzle, but it's an endless puzzle, Right. because all the pieces will fit together eventually, eventually. and it will create this Amazing thing, right? Right. Which is your life? Which Which is is my life? Which is everything you're leaving behind, or everything that you've ever had an impact on anyone? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like your your legacy. Yeah, it's my legacy. It's
0: every day is a chance for me to add on to my legacy every day. You know what I mean? Like there's gonna be broken pieces on those on those uh, in that mosaic. It's not gonna be perfect. Right. You know what I mean? There's gonna be days where it's probably gonna be blank. Because right. you can't think of, you know, cause there's not going to be days that you're going to be creative or whatever. Right. But Or you, you know,
1: can't get enough motivation, yeah, to, motivation do to do something. Or, but for yeah. you, it's
0: like, at least you have, to me, the, the perspective is like, you have a blank slate tomorrow, you got this, do something. Yeah,
1: you know? and it's all like a part of the process.
0: Right. Right? Mm-hmm. It's a slow process. I think, matter of fact, what you said, sort of this sort of coincide with another quote. Surprisingly, hold on. Oh, shit. So, surprisingly, this quote came from Eddie Murphy. He wrote this when he was in high school. It's crazy. Uh, So, he wrote it down in his uh, yearbook. It says In reality, all men are sculptors, constantly chipping away at the unwanted parts of their lives to create a masterpiece. Wow. So, that was. Eddie Murphy's coat in his high school um, yearbook? yearbook, and that sort of relates to what I was saying about you know chipping away consistently at the blank slates that you're given every day. Yeah. And you know, for creating him, creating a masterpiece. Creating yeah. a masterpiece at the end of the, at the end of your life, someone's gonna appreciate that. Hopefully. Huh. Yeah. I like that. Yep. Wow
1: well i'm going to end on um it's a quote, and in fact i I don't know who said it. Um, actually, I could probably find out what you could probably find out if you if you're curious to know who said it, you go ahead and google and find out all right? right but um so I just have like a list of quotes that that really you know stood out to me, and I'm kind of just going back to it and and realizing that this one really stands out but it's also so clear that it doesn't really need um an explanation it doesn't really need um a deeper analysis. Uh, so I'm just gonna go ahead with it um, and we're gonna end on it. This is my wish for us, comfort on difficult days, smiles when sadness intrudes, rainbows to follow the clouds, laughter to kiss our lips, sunsets to warm our hearts, hugs when spirits sag, beauty for our, for our eyes to see, friendships to brighten our being, faith so that we can believe, confidence for when we doubt, courage to know each other, patience to accept the truth, love to complete our life.
0: The audio you just heard was recorded in Anchor. Learn more at
1: anchor.fm.